0: Hi, I'm Christy Hurt, the founder of The CoLab, which is a member-led, inclusive, global networking community for fashion, beauty, wellness, retail, and consumer luxury professionals. Every week, two members interview each other, so you'll get to hear two different stories. I hope you'll learn from these stories, listen to them, share them, and join us and tell your own story. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the CoLab Career Stories podcast. My name is Ashley Wilson. I'm a New York City-based digital project manager working in luxury beauty. And today I'm very excited to introduce and interview a fellow PM extraordinaire, Juliana Wise, Juliana is a Bay Area-based executive-level project manager coming from the fashion space and retail operations. She's managed a variety of projects throughout her career as an executive admin and operations manager through her consultancy, JY's Projects, and will be jumping soon back into the corporate world as a senior program manager in the beauty industry after successfully pivoting her career into project management. Uh, Welcome, Juliana. I'm so excited to speak with you today. Thank you so much, Ashley. I'm really excited to be speaking with you as well. Um, so why don't we get started? Just tell me a little bit about yourself, where you grew up, and, and where you went to school.
1: Um, yeah, so I grew up in um, the Bay Area, Northern California, Um I went to school at Fairfield High School, um, and that's also where I got my first job uh, as a sandwich artist. I love that, <laughs> title. I love that title, at Subway. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, and it's also where I got my first role in the retail industry at Finish Line, um, which introduced me to the whole retail operations field. Um, from there, I did go to college in Long Beach, so I spent the last 16 years in Southern California. Um and I'm so excited to be back here in the Bay Area. One of the positives that have come out of this pandemic. <laughs> uh,
0: g- always good to hear positives coming out of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, awesome. So what what would you say were your first inklings of career aspiration?
1: And, and how did you get started in your career from there? Um, yeah. So I'll take you a little bit through my journey because it, yeah. it definitely started um, at Finish Line. Um and, and you know, how I grew up. So, you know, when I grew up, I really wanted to be just like my dad. Um, he was, you know, skilled in business. Um, and he also ran his own business on the side. Um, but I also wanted to be just like my mom. She was the, you know, of course, caretaker for our family. And she led with creativity. We were always, you know, drawing, making something, painting something, sewing something. Um, And, you know, looking back on that and thinking about this interview, that's really where I took both of those skills and evolved my career. Um, And I remember in high school, you know, nothing fit. I was, you know, the curvy girl when curvy wasn't yet embraced in the industry. Uh Um, I was the girl that skipped right over juniors into women's clothes. And I remember just not feeling like I could ever express who I was or feeling comfortable in in clothes. And I remember getting those directives from corporate working at Finish Line and they were all signed retail operations. So it was from that point forward that I had a mission of finding myself in a retail operations department um, because I knew that that's how I can affect as many stores as possible um, in our industry. So Um, In college, when I went, all I knew was I wanted to escape my little town of Fairfield. But (laughs) (laughs) um, But being being the true California girl I am, I got Mm -hmm. as far as Long Beach. So from NoCal to SoCal. So so I went to Long Beach State both for undergrad and grad school. Um, I got my undergrad in sociology um, because I knew I wanted to get in business, but I didn't want to study business. Right. Um, <laughs> so yeah. And I knew, I knew marketing, yeah, I knew marketing was interesting to me. Um, and I felt like sociology was how I could get to know people, um, you know, how they think, where they come from. So I did, um, undergrad sociology. Um, and I, you know, I remember my parents telling me do engineering or get a state job or something safe, but safe, I guess, wasn't what I wanted to do. So, um, I did undergrad sociology, and from there, I just I, I remained focused. I did a million different internships um, for you know various marketing departments. I worked for a publicist, I worked for marketing agencies that really just had me hitting the, the streets and you know talking to people, which was way outside of my comfort zone. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then you know once I graduated and needed some money, I actually got a receptionist role. Um, in the window and door hardware industry. Um, And while it has nothing to do with this industry, it really taught me how to ask questions, be helpful, stay tenacious. And I really learned a lot about business there. Um, And once I realized I needed to get my foot in the industry, um, I went and worked for a family-owned sandal distributor um, in the early days of Amazon. Um, So they sold directly into Amazon Great experience because it was literally me and two guys in the warehouse. I was the buyer, the operations manager. Oh, amazing. Um, Yeah, it was great experience. Yes. And I think that's where, you know, I did the, you know, 360, the entire business. Um, Mm -hmm. And it was also in the early days of LinkedIn. I love LinkedIn. (laughs) Um, And I'm so grateful for the recruiter who found me there um, from BCBG and pulled me into a retail operations department. Um, so that's kind of where I got my start. And, you know, I think me learning just how to continue and always be helpful is what pulled me through my career. Because from there, um, one of my mentors who remains today, Carla, pulled me from BCBG into Forever 21. Um, and from there, I just continued my career and growing um, truly through the relationships that i made throughout that, that journey
0: amazing so you wouldn't exactly call your career path linear right
1: um you know i kind of would i think what the the linear part of it was that i kept growing i think you right. know through the executive assistant role i i was kind of strategic in that i wanted to find my way into specific rooms and specific conversations, and I did not want to wait. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, I I went from at uh, BCBG, I was working underneath a department manager, I went to work under a VP. And then from there, I worked under an SVP. And then I worked under a founder and CEO, I think, um, while they were all EA roles, the projects and things that I was working on continued to elevate.
0: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: I would say that the one thing that was non-linear is truly the pivot that I'm making now. Um, and I would say that this is probably more of a, um, lateral move. Um, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's an exciting one because I'm no longer, you know, working underneath somebody, the projects I'm going to be managing are truly going to be on my shoulders. Um, so that, that, that will be interesting, but I think this is truly the, the first non, uh, you know, linear move that I'm making. so it's a little bit nerve wracking.
0: <laughs> so, um, you're going to crush it. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so that said, I know you've just recently accepted a new role. Firstly, um, yeah. congratulations. Um, and we'll be moving into this new direction um, of more creative project management. Mm-hmm. Um, what What can you tell me about what you'll be doing next? And, and what are you most excited about in, in this new direction?
1: Um, so truly the thing I'm most excited about is, owning my projects of, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think there's a level of, um, what word do I want to use? Um, respect that comes with your manager when you're an executive assistant and you have somebody's name behind you. Um, and I'm excited to, you know, stand on my own when I'm asking for things or when I'm directing projects. Um, and um, I'm excited. So what I'm going to be doing, let me back up. <laughs> um, I'm actually going to be running um, marketing for a specific pillar um, within Sephora's brand. Um, so I'll oh, be working really cross-functionally. Excited. I am so excited. Um, I'll be working cross-functionally between um, all of the creative departments, including marketing, to execute both in-store and digital marketing, which is why I'm really excited to be speaking with you.
0: Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's <laughs> a familiar. <player. laughs> yeah. So exciting. Um yeah. and and what um, you know, I know you're 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 pivoting a bit now in in terms of the space you'll be working in, but mm-hmm. it does sound to your point like you have this really linear um you know experience that's just been building on itself for for your career. Mm-hmm. Um I'd love to hear about um the kind of projects and events that you have managed in the past and um how do you think those previous projects, even though maybe they're not necessarily creative marketing, how mm-hmm. do you feel like they've prepared you for this new role? And like, what do you feel like is going to be, you know, applicable
1: between the, the two of them? Great question. Thank you for asking. I, um so... When I started looking for new roles, what, what I made for myself is almost like a confidence booster is a brag sheet, hey, which I highly I recommend that. everyone love, does. Writing yeah. one to write. <laughs> <laughs> please, please do. Um, you know, it's an ego boost for yourself, but it's also great to refer back to for things like this. Um, mm-hmm. So so some of the projects I have on that brag sheet, some, you know, looking back, they are quite uh, marketing focused, um, which is interesting to look at, but some are not so um, I manage projects spanning from, you know, warehouse openings and moves, um, you know, and I think things like that, that I had no training, I didn't know what I was doing, but you know, when things need to get done, I'm the kind of person that just kind of jumps in, figures it out and yeah. takes it a step at a time. Um, and I think taking on projects like that has really showed me when and where to say, Hey, I don't know what I'm doing. Can you help me? Um, which I think is really helped me in my career, um, I've also run uh, legal compliance projects. I remember when they started the plastic bag ban um, in San Francisco specifically, I ran that whole project on what we need to do, redesigning the bags and then implementing that in the stores. Um, a ton of process streamlining, um, whether it's you know IT processes, um, internal cross-functional processes, which I think is really what led to my love of project management. I love being that cross-functional mm-hmm. um, arm of any project, um, you know, anywhere from just leading the process as it relates between people or putting it onto a system. A lot of what I've done for my clients is putting them on, you know, um, operational or project management systems so that they can take that and run with it on their own. Um, I worked with a wholesale um arm at a jewelry company and kind of put together, um, what their sales map would look like. Um, so all of their sales team had a map by zip code of where their, um, opportunities were. That was fun. Um, I led construction projects where wow. we did, we ran out of space at one of my, um, jobs and we had to open up an additional 20,000 square feet. I hope those walls are still standing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I did, um, What was, you know, the marketing ones, I think, you know, I've run um, collection launch events. I really love the events because you see, you know, your work really affect people in real time, um, Mm -hmm. whether it be, you know, a good job or a bad job. Um, I did more good than bad. Um, I did, uh, let's see, quarterly and annual planning for um, promotional calendars, um, so, plan the calendar for a full year, and then kind of ran that plan with the mm-hmm. cross functional um departments to make that happen. Um let's see what else
0: so genuinely yeah. everything <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, I mean it really you're runs mhm yeah,
0: and it it does sound like you're so um you know such a process oriented manager and and I can just tell you you know from from my seat coming from Um, kind of this more, I came into project management through more of a creative route Mm -hmm. and and have worked mostly with, um, you know, creative brands. And those are generally the ones that like need process people the most and will be so, you know, grateful to have your, um, you know, your knowledge and your skill set and like to build the foundation of, of processes for a company. Um, Mm -hmm. It's really
1: important in those creative spaces, especially. That's awesome. I'm, I'm excited to bring it to those spaces and hopefully not get in the way. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I know another recent accomplishment of yours is that you've recently become PMP certified. Um, congratulations again. Thank you. Um, I would love to kind of bouncing off what we, we were just saying. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts about the benefits of advanced certification for <laughs> project managers. Um, you know, what you feel if you feel you've noticed a difference in your preparedness for projects or your skill set since going through the coursework. Um, you know, especially interested in myself coming from um kind of a more wiggly creative background to project management. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have that formal training and would love to hear like what you think the benefits are for for someone in our roles to have
1: that in your back pocket. Great question. And thank you for your congrats. Um so- <laughs> I am very grateful for having pursued the certification. Um, it definitely opened the doors and pushed me into being a part of the PMI chapters. Both LA and San Francisco um, have really helped me meet a ton of amazing people. Um, the San Francisco chapter specifically has an amazing mentorship program that was a huge part of my success for one of my first clients that I took on on my own. Um, and the framework that I learned you know, through the studying really <coughs> helped how I approach my projects, um, which has been, you know, immensely helpful. Um, I also, you know, full disclosure was not working at the time when I took a couple months to study, which mm-hmm. isn't something that everyone can do. You know, I truly don't know how people who are working full time with a family and other responsibilities can ever achieve this. So if you have congratulations, all my hats off to you. Yes. Um, and it, it's, it's really tedious. Um, so, you know, I can say that I, I can't, I don't fully know, you know, if the doors that opened for me were because of the certification or because of the confidence that it gave me. Um, you know, I, I've met people in both chapters um, who don't have the certification, but are part of the chapter and take advantage of the teachings and, you know, all the networking there, and they've been very successful in their careers. So, um you know, I think it's twofold. I, it's definitely a personal decision. Um, it's not a cheap decision. (laughs) Um, and, um, you know, I, I, I definitely think it's a personal one for everyone. And, you know, I don't know, I, I know my, my clients put a lot of confidence in me and it could be simply because of those three letters after my name. Um, but I, I do think that it's always at the end of the day about how you show up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about, you know, the knowledge that you bring with you, yeah. you know, studying for the test, you memorize 49 processes. I'm not using that in my day-to-day life, but, <laughs> yeah. but so it 40. does. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to make everyone do 49 steps for every project, but no, but I think it does kind of help you think a little bit differently about your project. So I, I think either way you can win. Um, it's really just depending on personally what you want to do. Right. Yeah.
0: So from, From your seat, it's more about, you know, what tools, what tools can you arm yourself with to feel more confident in, in your role and how you go about it. And if that happens to be certification, if it happens to be an amazing network or mentor, like, you know, setting yourself up with, with that confidence and, um, going about it that way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so you, you just mentioned your, uh, you know, working with some clients directly through your consultancy. Mm-hmm. Um, when, when did you launch your own consultancy and, and what,
1: what sparked that for you? So, um, when I last, when I left my last big, um, corporate role, I built an amazing team. Um, You know, I I was doing a lot of things on my own. And then I looked around, I had trained an entire C-suite on the things that I was doing and realized that I had gained skills in so many different departments. And I was training C-level executives to do what I was doing. And I knew I had a ton of value to provide and I wanted to do it on my own. Um, And so it's been a year since I've been doing that, um, it's been amazing. I have the most amazing clients that I've worked with. Um, and I also wanted to have that experience as a project manager. I think, you know, being an EA, you have, you know, like I mentioned before, the clout of your boss. Um, mm-hmm. but I wanted to have it be my own, you know, projects that I did on my own. There was no team behind me, you know, just me sitting in my living room doing it. Um, so, you know, it was a little bit of that and it helped me with the pivot, you know, of saying, you know, I'm not an executive assistant anymore, not a chief of staff, but here are the projects that Juliana Wise or J Wise Projects has executed on her own. Um, so a lot of different reasons, um, but I think the biggest was. Watching my father with his tax business throughout my entire life um, and really knowing that I wanted to have something that I could call my own. Um, but I also absolutely love being a part of a team and being that cross-functional little soldier running from department to department, mm-hmm. helping everybody out. That's
0: so exciting. Um, what what would your advice be for someone in a similar position with you know years of experience within other companies? Who's looking to to branch out and, and take it on their own? Um, what would
1: what would your advice be? Um, I would say to own your value and your confidence. Um, you know, I think a lot of time we put that into our title, the company, um, the feedback that you're getting from other people, um, whether it be you know your peers, your boss, your whoever it is, clients, customers. Um, And let those, you know, your confidence and your brag sheet or whatever it is that you help kind of boost your ego, let that speak louder than any of the negatives Um, and find mentors, find them as early as humanly possible. Um, You cannot do it on your own. I am entirely so gratefully blessed that one of my clients is a business coach. I don't know how this happened, but she is amazing um, and she you know, while she was a client, she was also a coach the entire time. Um, so, you know, while she was one of my mentors, I, you know, I have a couple people that I call for anything, you know, whether it be I'm sitting here staring at my screen, I don't know what to do. I, you know, this client asked for this, or, you know, managing projects in a pandemic is an interesting one. Um, so, you know, finding ways through one of my mentors of, mm-hmm. you know, doing, stand up meetings, um, every morning so that, you know, it it, almost like a replacement for the, you know, the coffee talk around the water cooler or whatever that is. Um, so you really need to find people that you can talk to because it's, it's a lonely road. Um, and even now, you know, going back into the corporate world, um, you, you know, you have your mentors and people to talk to, but you have to also listen to yourself, your value and what your reason for doing what you're doing is, because there are times that you're going to have six people saying do one thing and six people saying do the other and you are the deciding factor. So while you can have all of those mentors giving you ideas, you have to rely on, you know, your own wits, your own goals and, you know, what you want to say you've done 10 years from now.
0: Those are all such great points and and such amazing advice. Yeah, it's, it's so important to own your confidence when you know you're you're the lead on a project and and there's you know so many different stakeholders and deliverables and factors and and you're like at at the top of it all.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Even even if you know in, internally you're like, oh no, how am I going to pull this off? Is this really going to happen? Like yeah. present it, you know, like to your point, like knowing, knowing your value and owning it and and bringing that confidence. Um, yeah. That's such great advice, especially for, um, you know, someone looking to, to branch out on, on their own like that.
1: Yeah. And I, I mean, some of my clients, I, I took them on, I hung up the call, you know, when they hired me and I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do, <laughs> but but I just took this job. So I guess I'm going to do it. So yeah, Yeah. Yeah. It's part of that and relying on, you know, the fact that you've already done it, you've proven yourself and you can do it again.
0: Yep. Would you say that, would you say that starting your own consultancy is one of the proudest moments of your career or, or what are, what are you most proud of to this point? If, if, if there's any, you know, spotlight moments, I'm you, you've had a very exciting and, and robust career. I'm sure it's hard to pinpoint specifics like that?
1: Oh, wow. Um, Honestly, I think this is probably one of my proudest moments. I mean, I left an amazing job. I um, built, you know, something that I wasn't sure I'd be able to build. Um, And, you know, my consultancy is thriving. Um, And I found my dream job as a project manager. Like, I don't know how I was able to make this pivot. I've, I don't know how many interviews I was in that they were like, yeah, that's cool that you want to be a project manager, but we're looking at your, you know, your resume, your past, you're an executive assistant. So would you like one of those roles? So, you know, having done this, having, you know, it's Wednesday, Monday, I start my new role. Um, and knowing that at any point I can fall back on my business and what i built for myself, um, the fact that my parents, you know, they wanted me to go get a government job and I was like, no, I'm going to do this cool creative thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I think it was just a couple weeks ago that they were like, we get it now. You know, I, I get, you know, they were probably sitting around talking about me cause that's what parents do. Um, <laughs> and, and they're realizing like, you know, we're glad we didn't force her in one direction or another because they finally see what I was working towards. And I suppose they're proud of me. Um, I think that is probably my proudest moment because for the longest time, everybody was like, "Julie, what are you doing?" So, but you had you
0: had your eyes on the prize.
1: Yes, you're
0: you doing.
1: <laughs> yes, amazing. ma'am. Thank you.
0: <laughs> so outside of outside of this this immediate next role, what do you think? What do you think is is next for you? Like later down the horizon?
1: You know, for once. I am not, I'm not pushing anymore. Not stressing it? Um, no, I'm not. Amazing. I've had a job since I was 14. That Subway sandwich artist job. Was, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I've been pushing since then. And that's, you know, preparing for this interview, I really realized that I don't have to keep pushing so much. I'm going to throw myself into this role. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to, you know, stand on the value that I've already proven. Um, I'm excited because that team really wants and needs my support. Um, and I'm excited to provide that. So I think I'm going to relax and do what I do best. I, I love this role. So, um, I'm going to take the the pressure off.
0: I'm so excited for you. Yeah. You've, you've worked so hard to get here and yeah, I love that. Just enjoy it. Don't overthink Ooh, it. You know, you're, yeah. you're in it now. You got there. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, that's amazing, yeah, um, Juliana. It's been amazing chatting with you. I've learned so much. Lots of good, lots of good snippets <laughs> of advice that I'm, I'm going to take back into my life um, immediately after this call. Yes, I want to see that brag
1: sheet. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, brag sheet is a game changer. I can't believe I've never
1: heard of or thought of that before. I love it. Well, thank you. It's been great talking to you. I really appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, thank
0: you so much as well. Thanks for listening to the CoLab Career Stories. Follow us on social media at Join the Collab, and join us so you can tell your story.